0: Well, I'd say we've already had a pretty full service. I just so appreciate the songs that we sang, and I think they're so fitting for today. And, and uh, I thank the Lord for our kids being with us. You know, when we uh, go through different seasons in life, and, you know, the Scripture is clear to show us that uh, just because you're a believer doesn't mean you want to face trial and error and suffering in this life. You will. And uh, as a body, you know, uh, it's a tough week. It's been a tough few weeks, and I think we've still got a ways to go with dealing with uh, families in our church that are really suffering and hurting. And uh, of course, I think all of us by now know that uh, Pastor Bill McClellan has uh, gone on to be with the Lord, and that's a great loss for this body. Uh, I I remember when Bill gave me this shirt that I'm wearing, and he was all excited. You know how he is with that big smile, you know, and big voice. And I was excited. I took it, and Rini said, you can wear that, but not unless it's July 4th. (laughs) (laughs) And I rebelled. I wore it a couple times. And uh I'm sure bill would be if the Lord gives him an update he'll he'll be thrilled to know that I'm wearing this shirt today for him it's got little flags on it you guys can't see from here but little flags uh, it's uh it, it it's been an interesting week um, i I think that before we even get to the word and if we get to the word i I want to always be led of the spirit not of the order of a service we never want to organize the holy spirit right out of what we're doing we we need to stay in tune with him Um, i do think that god's word is the premier purpose of worship that we would know him by his word and so teaching the word is extremely important in our fellowship but there's also times where we hurt and where we are heavy and i could sense it in the room and and yet it's interesting uh the enemy would try to make it look like there's nothing but bad or d- darkness that has come upon the body in, in losing Bill. And also we've got a couple other situations that are really right now very tenuous. Um, but let's remember, we've this has been a good season. Uh, we just had baptisms a few weeks ago. Uh, last week the elders had the privilege of going and baptizing Frank and Gina McLaughlin at their home pool because uh, of her, her inability to come and get into a baptismal here. And uh, that was a joy. We, we had a miracle take place in the body when Cindy Dampier, who's here today, uh, was told and they taken the test and she had issues, significant issues of cancer that she was facing And everybody everywhere was praying for her, and she went to the doctor for, uh, and we're not talking about some little podunk hospital, you know, she's going to, was it Cleveland Clinic? No, it wasn't Cleveland, it was Mayo, wasn't it? Yeah, Mayo up in Jacksonville. And uh, the doctors found nothing, completely healed by God. Praise God. That's hap- those things were happening in this season. Amen. God gets the glory. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I think of Guy and Jan Conti sitting right here and their daughter Kelly in California with uh, cancer and really struggling. Had lost all of her hair from the treatments and just really alone out there. And they were heavy for her as they should be. And uh, God completely touched and healed her of the cancer. So, I mean, God is good. Amen. So even in this season, you know, there's a time to live, and the Scripture says there's a time to die. And for Brother Bill, uh, the Lord called him home. I think, honestly, the Lord said, I want that shirt that you wear, Bill, because he had one too. I want it up here in heaven. So... Bill, Bill's there and uh, with the Lord. Uh, Renie and I had the most precious time. I'm getting my days mixed up at this point, but uh, we just went up, was it Friday morning? And we sat with, with J- Jackie uh, and with Bill's siblings. Two of his siblings were present with their spouses. What a precious time. And I'm telling you right now, Bill's family, all of his siblings, and there's like five of them, they're all like him. Myra, his sister. I, and I See, I've known Bill since going back to as a teenager. When I was just a young kid, my parents were the youth directors in the church in Daytona, and we would go to youth rallies, and we would see kids from other youth groups. And I remember Bill, I mean, Bill stands out. Even when he was a young guy, that guy stood out. And so I was much younger. Uh, I'm a lot younger than Bill, by the way. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Myra, his his sister, Doug, his brother, Marty, his brother, I knew all of them. And I hadn't seen Myra in years, and we went there to see Bill's uh, family and, and Jackie, and I looked at Myra, and I thought I was looking at Bill, a female version of Bill. And when we, I, I spoke with Jackie this morning, that's why I was late to church. I love coming early, I love the fellowship, and just the shepherding, and Caring and just getting to see you guys. There's some people that I know have come to us now for a couple weeks, and I haven't had a chance to greet them yet. Uh, but but just to see his family, how they've embraced Jackie, how they've loved Jackie. Uh, Doug told me this is hilarious. So Myra looks like Bill. Doug and Marty look nothing like Bill. Bill's short and stubby, right? Wild Bill. These guys are like 6'4", 6'5". And Doug said to me, with Jackie sitting there, he said, yeah, we told Jackie a long time ago, if something happens between she and Bill, Bill's out. <laughs> <laughs> so they have fully embraced her. And I want you to know that while it was way too difficult for her to be with us today, uh, it's too fresh, but, but she is being loved. And uh, we've all extended our, our love to her. The elders, uh, the pastor elders of Viral Bible have extended to Jackie. Uh, she, they they, they live in an RV, and it's a very nice RV, but it has a couple issues. And the elders said, we will cover the cost, just get the thing to the shop. And Bill had already scheduled to have it taken in, and he was going to take care of it. But we said no. He came down, you know, obviously was in the hospital, So Marty and and Doug are going to take care of that and get it to a shop, and we're going to cover the cost. But that's nothing, I believe, that down the road we'll have opportunity to help Jackie. I want you to know that today, because some of you are probably wondering, you know, how do we respond? Well, we will do whatever we need to do to help our sister. And uh, uh, so that's going on, and, and we need to pray for those who are also struggling and are coming near to death. Um, I, I, it saddens my heart to say it, but Sister Kay Staples, Kay and Steve, you guys know Kay and Steve, they've not been able to worship with us for some time. Her treatments for cancer, she's been battling cancer for seven years, and, uh, and it got to the point where every other day she's receiving treatment, and just did not have the energy to come to church on Sunday, but they were faithful to watch, and now, uh. She has decided not to continue with the treatment. And so her family is gathering around her. Renee and I were there yesterday morning. <laughs> and, uh, just to spend time. She, she also is uh, near and dear to me because when I came to Vero in 2005, she was my administrative assistant. And what a good one. The best I've ever had. She just knew how to love people. You know, most people are either heavy on the administration side with poor people skills, or they're high on the people skills, or they're high on the admin or high on people skills and low in their organization. And Kay could do both. And she did it so well. And I I can tell you this that, that she was an extension of me to the body. When I wasn't there, I knew the base, the, the, the pastor's office was covered so well. And I had a chance to share that with her. Uh, I've told her before but it, it was more meaningful yesterday. It was important that I say it and she really appreciated my honesty. And uh, she and, you know, Jerry Lynn Fitzgerald who's part of our fellowship, they both worked side by side for like 20 years. And uh, when I first came to the church there I called him Frick Frack because I'm telling you, you couldn't separate those two. They were two peas in a pod, man. And uh, they, but they held that office together and uh, very blessed. And so we just need to keep she uh, and Steve, her husband, uh, who also suffers with his own uh, issues. And then their three children. Uh, let's remember uh, Jonathan and Amy and Dave. Uh, they are all uh, here in town with her right now. Uh, two of them live here. One, Amy, lives, another, lives uh, up in, I think it's South Carolina. But uh, she's here, so let's keep them in prayer. Uh, Kay and Steve would be here every week from the beginning of this fellowship. That's who they are. And of course, you know that's true of Bill and Jackie and Jackie wanted me to communicate to you this morning tell him thank you thank you thank you for the love and appreciation that she has been receiving from everyone just the words the the calls some of you have gone up and visited it means the world to her i would say to you before you go up and visit always call her first because i'm telling you the lady has friends everywhere and everybody's concerned, and we don't want to overwhelm her, so call first. Uh, then another situation that has just taken a turn yesterday, and that is uh, George Libanotti. Uh You know George? He's the guy, the little man that stands back by the boxes and passes out the cushions. When we first started the church and uh, we came into this facility, we, it was a, it's a cafeteria, but not on Sunday morning. On Sunday, it's a chapel and And George, from day one, he took it upon himself, he and, and Phyllis. They wanted people to have cushions. And so he purchased cushions, and the boxes are still there. And the cushion you're using is because of George. And uh, he has been suffering with Parkinson's for quite a while. And then a few weeks ago, he passed out in the service, and they had to take him to the emergency room and he's never been able to come back to service it looked like he was recovering he was doing better but yesterday it seemed as if i mean he he doesn't want to suffer and he's been suffering and it seems like the lord is honoring his prayer and george is uh, coming towards here <laughs> I do rejoice with you for these people that they love God. They will be with the Lord. So we rejoice. But it's a loss. And sorry uh, about that. Um, Mickey Evans said, if your eyes don't leak, your head will swell. So <laughs> This is going to keep me from being prideful. At some point in the future, (laughs) Lord knows I need a lot of tears in that department. Um, So we just need to pray for these folks. And there's others, not not facing death, but are just going through difficult seasons. Let's remember Bart and Kaz. Kaz is really struggling. And uh, we need to pray, and maybe words and, and cards of encouragement to her uh, would be helpful. And I'm sure there's many others in the room. So what I'd like to do is just have a, uh, a moment of prayer. And uh, I want to invite a couple of the elders to come up and pray. A- a- Ray, if you would come up. I, I didn't speak to these guys beforehand, because we're not going to try and contrive Something We're not trying to light our spiritual Bic lighter so that the spirit of God will move. Um, But I just, in the moment, I just think we ought to pray. Let's have a couple of our pastor elders uh, pray. And we're going to pray for these needs. We're going to pray for you too. The other Bruce, if you would come too, Bruce. And let's just pray for these wonderful people. Let's also pray for those in the room who also are going through trials as a church. Let's always remember that good things happen in the midst of the difficult. Don't ever let the darkness roll in where all you can see is the negative. That's what Satan wants. Always know God is at work. We sang it. Thank you, Brenton, Pastor Brenton, for leading us in that song. Whether we see it or not, God is at work. He's at work. And he will never stop. And we as his sheep need to trust him. Amen? So guys, come on up. And the mic, I'm not sure where it is. Uh, uh, Oh, there it is. Great. And let's just uh, have a few moments of prayer. Can we do that? Um, I don't know if we'll get to any kind of a teaching today. That's okay. Uh, This is a very unique day. We don't want it to be a memorial service either because we're going to have that for, for Bill at some point. I was talking to Jackie this morning about that. And for others, if the Lord so chooses to take them, but uh, right now, let's just, as a body, let's mourn together. Let's let's love one another. Let's let's do the most important thing we can do in this time, and that is seek the Lord. Remember how good He is, and remember how He has blessed us as a body with these wonderful people.
1: You are one of them. Let's just bow our heads. There's a passage of scripture that says we don't know what to do but our eyes are fixed upon you and Lord that's just the thought that came to my mind as I was sitting there with all these things that are going on uh, Lord we just don't know what to do. It's it's so overwhelming. The need and the loss and Lord and the pain and the suffering and uh, we We don't understand these things fully, and we may not know what to do, but again, Lord God, um, your word tells us that you will never abandon us nor forsake us. Your word doesn't promise that we're not going to suffer. In fact, you, you remind us that we're going to have trials, but to take heart, for you have overcome the world. Lord, what an incredible promise. Lord, your word also says that you will keep him in perfect peace, perfect peace, whose mind is stayed upon you because he trusts in you. Lord God, we believe, we believe in you, but also help us not to doubt. Be with this body, Lord God, today. Be be with Jackie and all those who are, are hurting right now. Just be a soothing balm for their souls. Lift them up. Give them your peace, that peace that surpasses all understanding. Lord, we desperately need you. We lean upon you. And we praise you. We praise you right now, even in the midst of suffering. We don't We don't just want to praise you when we're on the mountaintops, but we're in the valleys as well. So we lift up our our minds, our hearts, our souls, our whole countenance, our whole being to you in worship. And uh, just, Lord, my my final thought is that we, we just don't look at suffering and we don't look at death the way the world does because we know that this is not the end. We have hope in you and we wait expectantly for what you're doing and what you're continuing to do and we long and wait for that day when we can like our brother Bill just rejoicing with you right now Lord God he we can't even imagine Lord we just love you we thank you and praise you in Jesus name amen
2: heavenly father We are filled with such mixed emotions. in um, Mourning the loss of our brother Bill and how much so many will miss him. And soon to be mourning the loss of, of our other brothers and sisters who will soon be with you. But Lord, we also rejoice We rejoice that they are with you, their eternal heavenly home. Lord, we rejoice that our brother Bill was able to receive the ultimate hug from Lord Jesus and hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant. And Lord, that is what we strive for. To be good and faithful servants of yours. And we thank you, Lord, for these brothers and sisters that near the end of their journey have exemplified good and faithful servants. Lord, we lift up the loved ones. Of our brothers and sisters, we ask that you would, we ask that you would just reach down from heaven and wrap your arms around them and comfort them and fill them with a sense of peace that their rage just said surpasses all understanding, a love that comes only from you. Lord, during communion, we just remember the sacrifice that you made because of your love for us, a sacrifice that we can't imagine, but that we enjoy, and we just want to thank you for that love. And Lord, we just ask that you would continue to purify our hearts, to sanctify us, that we could become more like your son, Jesus in this world, Lord, that our actions, that our words would be a blessing to others. We ask that you would love others through us, that you would let your light shine brightly through us, that others would come to know you, that would come to desire you, and would surrender their lives to you. That they, too, can experience the peace that surpasses all understanding. Lord, we thank you for this church family that you have blessed us with. We thank you for the love that our family members have shown each other during good times and during difficult times. We just ask, Lord, that you would continue to love us through each other and Lord just help us to keep our eyes fixed on you help us to remember Lord that you have a plan that you had a plan from the beginning that you have a plan for each one of us and that your plan is good your plan is perfect, and we just ask that you'd give us strength to endure those difficult times and keep our eyes focused on you, Lord, and help us to remember what our brother Bill often shared in the, the prayer circle we have outside our church at 9.30, that... Today is the day the Lord has made. Let us all rejoice and be glad in it. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: thank uh, Ray and Bruce for leading us in prayer. I, I, you know, we're a family. We are a family. Isn't that wonderful? It's not just a church. It's not just in the sense of what the modern thought is that you go to a place, a location, you attend, and then you leave after. Uh, it's the the church of Jesus Christ, as we've learned in the book of Acts, it's it's a family. It's a fellowship. We are all one in Christ. Amen? And so we support each other when things are difficult and we celebrate each other when things are really going well. Uh, You know, God's always working. I look back and see Barbara in the back and here she had a brain bleed in, in Boston and all of a sudden in a hospital, struggling and suffering, and, and God has delivered her. She's back in our fellowship now. She's been back. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> Praise God. I don't know if you, if you saw it, but if you go on uh, the, our, our website, you can go back in the archive of messages. On a Wednesday night a couple weeks ago, she shared her testimony. It was powerful so I hope you will do that. She's with us today. Many people don't recover from what she went through, and yet she's doing great. And so we give God the glory, and we celebrate that, right? Uh, I want you to know that the elders, every elder in our church is a pastor. That's how we see it scripturally. In In fact, if you read the New Testament, guess what? Let me give you some Let's just line up with God's word for a second. In the the New Testament, did you know that pastor is only, that term is only used once in the entire New Testament? One time. The word that is synonymous with pastor, the words are overseer, elder, shepherd. Shepherd. Those are words that all mean pastor. Biblically, you cannot be an elder if you're not a pastor. That's what Titus and Timothy say. And we've been very careful here that the people, those men who serve as elders, that they truly have a heart for people, that they truly are broken men. Only out of brokenness can you minister to those who are broken. And uh, I want you to know, as a body, they have done a magnanimous job in caring for these that we've been praying for and and many of you. This morning, right now, I encourage your heart to know that right now, uh, Doug Hampson, our elder pastor, Doug Hampson, he and his wife Sarah went up to Malabar to serve communion with, with Jackie. We didn't, as an elder board, say, Doug, would you go up and No, God would move Doug to do that. Ray's going today to spend time with Phyllis and George. And they've been doing this. All of our guys have been doing such a great job. Bruce spent two hours with George yesterday morning ministering to him. Every single elder has shown and proven themselves to be a shepherd. We we said in, from day one with the Viral Bible that the elders uh, are shepherds, and shepherds, true shepherds, smell like sheep. You hang out with a shepherd, a true shepherd, he stinks. <laughs> he smells like sheep, and that's what we desire. That's what we that's what we want to be. We want to be like that. We don't always get it right, but that's our desire, and. So we're blessed as a church. We're blessed to have each other. Although one another in Scripture, we see happening and, and, and playing out in our fellowship. Thank you for being part. Thank you for not, not treating Vero Bible Fellowship like a place that I attend once a week. Thank you for saying, no, I belong to a body. That's why we have a covenant that people sign, we take you through a class and you sign the covenant that you're not signing it for us we don 't it's not for me to know, but you're signing it because you're doing it for one another i 'm committing to this group of people to be part of a fellowship, a family and so we're blessed and uh, so in closing and Paul just had a great idea uh, why don't we why don't we have the the elders? Uh, come forward that are present today and and then have you gather around let's lay hands upon them and pray for them as they minister but also we're, we're laying hands upon one another you putting your hand on the person in front of you you're committing you are committing to shepherd and to love people because we're all called to do the one another's right Elders, equip the saints for the work of the ministry. What's the work of the ministry? Caring for one another. I think it's a great way for us to end our service, to come together, lay hands on one another. Uh, So elders, if you come on up, elders, I I know Scott's here, I know Bruce is here, Ray's here. I'm not sure, Uh, I think that's, uh, oh, Pastor Brenton, he's one of our elders. Uh, Come on up, guys. And then, of course, uh, Doug is with Jackie this morning. And uh, come on up, folks, and if you just lay your hands upon them and put the, put your hand on the person in front of you so that there's a point of connection. If you're not comfortable doing this, and all we're meaning by that is we are, are together, we are one, we are asking the Holy Spirit who is in each of us that are saved, we're asking him to minister to us and to those that we're laying our hand upon it's a wonderful beautiful thing we'll wait we'll give you time come on up and those of you who are seated you may continue to remain seated that's fine and just pray with us as we pray this prayer okay i'll wait for those who desire to come just you'll have to probably stand in the aisles our little chapeteria doesn't ha- chap chapeteria doesn't have a lot of room does it but that's okay we make it work good very good okay well let's let's pray father we come before you this morning as a body of believers the family of God we are not connected to one another by affinity of things in this world it's not because we all belong to a motorcycle club it's not because we all I like to shop. It's not because we all see football games on Saturday. Those things are of the world, and while we might enjoy them, that's not what makes us a fellowship. A fellowship is people who have one thing in common. They have each come to a point of recognition. I am a sinner, and Christ is the Savior. And I have believed upon Him, and I have become a child of God. And God has placed me in His family Not only the greater body of Christ, but a local family. And that's why we are here. We're a family. So when the family is excited and experiencing something uh, together that's positive, we celebrate with great joy. We celebrate uh, the new births that are going to be taking place of, of couples in our church. We celebrate the wedding of a couple that met here at Vero Bible Fellowship in about three weeks. We've got another one a month after that. We're just so excited, Lord, about these wonderful things happening, the miracles that you've performed. And yet, Lord, we also know that right now in this moment, for for whatever reason, it's a season of grieving. It's a season of mourning. And so we mourn together as a body. We pray for the person of whom we've laid our hand. We pray that, God, you would, would be with them, that you would. we don't know their circumstance, what they're facing in life, but we're asking for your divine uh, hand upon them. We, we want to be part of each other's lives and pray for one another. There's no greater thing to do than to pray. That's the greatest thing we can do. And so we extend to them, we pray for the blessing of God upon them. We pray that they, you would minister to them, come near to them. If they don't know you, that God, you would reveal yourself and the truth of the gospel to them, that they might be saved. Father, we, 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 we also pray for these that are struggling. Uh, we pray for Kay. We lift up Steve and the, the children, the family. We, we pray that you would help them in this time, Lord it's interesting, in listening to Kay, she said, I am ready. She has complete peace. There's just something so uniquely different when a person who's facing the end of their life knows the Lord Jesus. To be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord. We thank you that she has that comfort of your word. We we pray for George right now who as of yesterday evening and early this morning, was not responding, and, and he's just hanging on. And we don't know for how long you'll have him in that state or if you'll even cause him to recover. God, we're still, we'd love to see a miracle in these situations that we pray for. We never stop hoping. At the same time, we ultimately, like Jesus in the garden before he was taken by the Roman soldiers, Jesus said, not my will, but thine be done. So we rest in that for these. We rest in that for George. He too, he said, I'm ready, Pastor. I am ready. I want to be with Jesus. So Lord, uh, we lift him to you. We lift up Kaz that you would just minister to, to her heart, to her spirit. Lord, lift her heart. Oh God, communicate your love to her in a unique way and how much Her church family loves her. Lord, there's just so many needs, so many requests. Be with Jackie, Lord, right now. May she know that her body, her family, is thinking of her and praying for her. I pray that you would continue to send wonderful people around her to undergird her, to help her in her time of great sorrow. We pray this all in the precious name of Jesus. And everyone said, amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hey, we had church today. Amen. Thank you, folks. And may I say, uh, come back next week. We'll continue in the book of Acts. And this Wednesday night, we'll continue in the first Kings study. Uh, We meet over at uh, Church of Christ on State Road 60. Come join us at 630 on Wednesday. God bless you. If you need prayer, continued prayer. Ray and Bruce uh, and I and Brenton, we're all up front. We can pray with you if you have a need, okay? God bless you.